3: You know, I don't think you can explain to a teenager the difference between right and wrong a lot of times because I just don't know if their brain their brain gets fixated on something and they just want to do it. And these teen challenges are downright stupid to all of us, but I don't think all teens really get it when it comes to the danger behind them and that is in this episode of I tell you what. what. In the latest challenge, Michaela is called what?
0: It's called the 48-hour challenge, and basically it encourages teenagers to go missing for up to 48 hours. Um, and then the more mentions you get about it on social media, about, your, about the fact that you're missing, the more points you get.
3: Do you think this should be based on the resources it may take from police departments, that this should be deemed illegal and some type of major repercussion should be uh,
2: installed? Well, yes. This is going to be the same as calling 911 without actually having an emergency. I mean, it's a, it's akin to the same thing, right? I mean, you're you're taking the resources away from the police or e- EMTs or anyone else that's looking for you because they think that you've gone missing and you're just playing some sort of game that yeah, it should be uh it, it well, should you think, get you, you into I'm, a ton of trouble. It's yeah. Fine.
1: I think you should have a fine or, I mean, with kids, if you don't give some sort of punishment, and punishment's a harsh word, but if you don't have some sort of thing that reinforces the bad behavior, then I really don't think that people would care not to do it. You know, everyone here wants their 15 minutes of fame. Everybody wants to be seen on social media. That's why a lot of those teenagers post certain things that they do, and this is the way they think they can do it. And I just think that there should be some actions taken. They just
3: don't know their parents. In the mind of a parent, I've got a 12- and a 14-year-old. If one of the kids goes missing, I am flipping out.
1: Oh, absolutely.
3: Especially with my kids. And if I found out that they pulled something like that, where I'd be a huge breath of relief that they're okay. Yeah. But the amount of steam inside me that would want <laughs> to enforce some type of punishment would be like none other. I, would, I wouldn't want my wife to go through that. I wouldn't want to go through that. I mean, and if it's one of their friends, I would expect my kids to be the first to come forward and say, hey, blah, blah's doing this challenge. And then I would immediately tell his parents because right. every parent on the planet is going to be freaking out if your kid's gone.
0: Well, right. And my biggest question is, where are they going for 48 hours? I mean, they can't just be hiding in plain sight. They got to be somewhere. And where
3: There's are a way. they going? It could be a friend that has parents on vacation right. and they go and hide out in the basement I mean, do you think the cops would probably sniff that out? But I, I but know. the cops shouldn't be sniffing that out because they shouldn't be on something like this because there's real crimes they need to be solving, right?
0: Well, and that's the cops' like, biggest issue. They say it's not only dangerous for the kids to be gone, you know, missing for 48 hours, but that it is taking away from the resources where they could be solving actual crimes.
2: And well, just, I'm not very proud, but i uh, of saying that I had a little red foreman in me, red foreman being, of course, the dad... On that 70s show where when my kids did things that merited me calling them a dumbass, (laughs) it was like, all right, here's the deal. Because really what I think with all three of my kids, uh, the biggest thing I was or we were concerned about was that they would sneak out. It was the mm-hmm. nightly, the not, not nightly, but it was on was the weekend. On, wow. the, on the weekends, on the weekends, yeah. a lot of times, if you know, yep, it didn't have to get up and go to school or at least be uh, held responsible for being caught there. Then, uh, you know, Friday night, they're they're out and running around in the neighborhood at three and four in the morning, you know, doing whatever. And it was like, look, if you're going to do something that's so stupid that you could get caught by a police officer and taken down to juvenile detention. Guess what? You're sitting there. Yeah. You're staying there, and I'll come get you when I think it's a good time for me to come get you. Right. And I don't think you learn a lesson until you've been sitting there and you look
3: around to go, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's people in here a lot older than me, and they're looking at me like, I mean, one way or the other. It's not a pleasant scene. They it ain't is... coming
2: in with fruity pebbles at 8 a.m. either no. No. giving you a bowl and some cartoons to watch. It's that old thing, wasn't it called Scared Straight?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Remember that? straight.
3: I think you had to watch that or something like that in high school. Yes. You had to sign off on it. But there's some people that actually would tour uh, prisons or prisoners would come in and talk to students. And it's oh, very really. chilling. And these kids have no idea what it's like when they're stuck in a jail cell or when they get in trouble for something like this. And this challenge called the what?
0: The forty-eight hour challenge. Now we didn't have anything like that, where we visited a prison or had anyone from prison come and visit us, but we did have somebody. Um, I remember this who had used to be on meth, and he was a recovery meth addict who came in and talked to us. And he, while he was high on meth, he tried to kill himself. And I remember it in middle school, and they showed they showed photos of when he had tried to kill. It was very very graphic, and I re- I remember feeling like. Why the hell are they showing this to us? But it was that whole thing to encourage you to, hey, stay away from this horrible, horrible thing, you mm-hmm. know? So, ugh.
3: Yeah, they would show videos of, of bad car accidents as a result of drinking. Oh, and yeah. It was oh, basically, yeah. this, right is what,
1: prom. this
3: is what can happen. Yeah. Well, and I
1: just feel for the parents. I mean, how many times have we been places like a mall or something and a, a mother or father loses their child for what, six minutes, 20 minutes? And then it's, you know, just misplaced, got busy. And the parents on their faces when they get their child back is just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And so for 48 hours for your parents to be worried, it just, uh, it just breaks my heart.
3: Teens, a lot of them don't think. They just don't think of repercussions. They think about the now and they think about the fun and they think about what it's going to do on social media and they think it's kind of cool. And I mean, I know some kids that are a little older than my kids and my kids aren't that far off from that age. And. They just get off on stuff like this. It's like the Nerf gun challenge where they went off and they had to, you know, shoot people with Nerf guns. And they're doing it. It's one thing to do it in a backyard. It's another thing to do it when you're driving a car. Yeah. Well, right? because yeah. these
1: challenges on, on the Internet, they can be so good. Like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, it actually has a purpose got. and yeah. people make
3: money or, or the uh, a cause. They make money for a
1: cause. Or even the planking challenge was just funny to see people planking on different items in the house. I mean, if we could go back to that route, I think challenges are pretty cool. Yeah. But
3: These challenges, they have no purpose other than to really screw up police departments and get them um, to spend time on things that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And really, first and foremost, have parents freak out. Not to mention... Cry, you know, what what could happen to these kids in forty eight hours right. if they go to the wrong spot. Right. I mean you're inviting Ick. Yep. There's enough Ick out
2: there on its own. You don't need to go invite it. Okay. I might be the old guy, but when I was in school, nobody wanted to be the dumb kid or the kid that did something so dumb that you got <laughs> into some serious trouble. I watched a kid in high school take a swing at the principal.
1: Oh yeah. And Ooh. the
2: principal was not a small man. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he probably played something significant on his football team, and I saw that principal take a hold of that kid and lock him into place, and there were a bunch of us, because it was like, you know, between classes that he did this, yeah. and you could see the look on all of our faces, it's just like, yeah, we won't be seeing him in
3: school much longer <laughs> now, will we? Now, do you think that was staged? Do you think they brought an actor in?
0: Oh, gosh. Look at you so like just gonna gonna have a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Oh, oh, course of course you do. <laughs>
3: did you know that kid? <laughs> I
2: know I didn't
3: know See? that. See, oh, they brought a kid
0: in. Oh <laughs> boy!
2: I'm kidding. That's a joke. It's but possible, the, though. Now I'm second guessing it. And wow, he was a great actor. The 48-hour
3: challenge, stupid. The Tide Pod challenge, stupid. A lot of the challenges are stupid. stupid. Parents, talk to your kids, and they're still going to be probably fairly stupid. stupid. Not to talk about your kids that way, but
2: <laughs> you never know. They
3: do these things, and it it, it warrants a conversation. So, where do you find uh, our episode of?
0: I tell you what. what. Find it on iHeartRadio or on iTunes. And if you would subscribe and rate and review us, that would be awesome.
3: Only if you get a rate and review us and a nice rate and review. Yes, please. please.
0: 18 plus.